Hey everybody, welcome to episode 382 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stoltz. Today's episode is a little bit complex. I'm kind of getting in the weeds. It's about fat distribution and how that affects fat loss phases and how lean you can actually get. I'll explain more in today's episode. I think this is something unique that not a lot of people talk about because it does affect things. Now, do people necessarily lose weight at faster and slower rates? Maybe, but maybe not as much as you think. This, what I'm talking about in today's episode, might have more to do with it. Let's get started with today's show, episode 382 of the Triple F Podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Back with another episode. And today I'm talking about something that not a lot of people talk about um, in fat loss, nutrition, and anything fitness related. And that's really distribution of your fat. I think this is kind of a unique uh, thing to talk about because a lot of people talk about in more advanced bodybuilding circles and things like that with uh, building strength and building muscle hypertrophy. They will talk about muscle insertions, which is essentially going to help determine the tape measure size of your muscles, uh, basically just on where the muscle inserts and attaches. And people don't talk about fat distribution as much as that. You might not even heard much about muscle attachments, but everybody has different attachment points for their muscles, and that changes how the muscle looks. So, for example, on that side of things, uh, you can think of a bicep. For some people, it's going to attach closer to the elbow. Some people, it's going to be further up the upper arm, and that's going to change the bicep shape. Is it a long bicep, or is it more of a tennis ball bicep, right? You can kind of picture that depending on how um, how long that attachment point is away from the insertion point, if that's the right lingo to use. Um, but I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about fat distribution. So a lot of people will commonly say that some people will lose fat faster than them, right? They'll say... You know, I wish I could lose fat as fast as this person, as that person. I wish my, my metabolism did this and that. And that might definitely be a valid case to make. In most cases, from what I see, laziness plays a big factor. Just being real with you, people are not as active as the people they wish to look like or they wish they got as fast of results as, right? Not a lot of sedentary people are getting these results that people are jealous of and envy. Typically, it's people who are really active, pretty fast-paced lifestyle, work out pretty hard, intense individuals. They're usually the ones uh, that are being the standard. However, um, it's not just about activity. It's not just about calorie burn. It's also about distribution of fat that you have to lose. And this is actually affecting your fat loss and your the level of leanness you have to get to look a certain way. If you're trying to look a certain way, call it, 
you know, way X. You need to, you want to look X, whatever lingo you want to put in there or picture of a person you can think of, whatever you want to do there as your goal, put that in for X. If you want to look like X and you are holding fat in areas that X does not have, it's going to take you much longer to get to X. And you're going to have to get a lot leaner than someone who holds fat a bit better. Now, there are typical fat distribution patterns that we can talk about. And this isn't the same for everybody. In general, very, very general, females are going to hold fat in their arms and their legs a lot more than in their stomach and back. Um, For men, it's going to typically be the opposite. Lose fat first in the arms and the legs, and you'll see more of an apple shape, right? Pear versus apple, I guess you could say. Women more of the pear shape, men more the apple shape, midsection on men, arms and legs, thighs, hips on women. That is super common. And it isn't always the case, though. A lot of times it goes a little bit deeper than that. For me, my legs actually hold a good amount of fat, and they don't get super lean super fast. My arms will, though. In fact, I can have pretty high body fat percentage and have veins in my arms. And, of course, that's part being a male, part having developed muscles under them, but also it's just fat distribution. And in a way, as a dude who likes, you know, having having the arms busting the shirt sleeves, in a lot of ways that's not a good thing because when the fat leaves the arms first, it's going to make your arms look smaller. And um, if you have fat holding on in some place, it's going to make that area look bigger. So if you hold on to fat in your stomach quite significantly, uh, that means that even as you diet down and you're at a more healthy body fat percentage, getting leaner and leaner, you still might look like you have a belly because you're holding fat there. Now, this can frustrate a lot of people. It can make people think they're not making progress. They're not improving. They're not actually losing weight because the fat's coming off of somewhere they didn't expect. They might look in the mirror at their love handles, their thighs, their belly, and not see improvements in progress. However, the fat might actually be coming off of their chest or their back or their arms, right? It might be coming off of somewhere totally unexpected first, and then it goes in the order, and it will eventually drain everywhere, right? You will lose fat everywhere. It might just take you longer than someone else. So really super good genetics and people that can look like X more easily, a lot of the times it's not what they do, it's how they hold their weight. If someone is holding, if someone's a male and they're holding almost all their fat in their arms and their legs and their midsection stays very lean, they're going to look like most male um, people that work out their goal physique at a lot higher body fat percentage than somebody who holds all their fat in their belly. For a female, You know, if someone doesn't really hold fat in their hips or stomach and they hold it in their chest or something like that, or their glutes, they're going to look a lot more like most females will want to look sooner and have to get less lean to do so. It's not always the leanest person that looks the best. It's the person that holds their weight the best and develops the proper muscle groups to support that. So can you do anything about your fat distribution? No, just know about it I guess you know this is just a a PSA episode it's an awareness episode to know that you might be making progress and you will get there it might just take you longer 
than you thought because of how you hold your weight. It's an important thing to know about your body. And it's an important thing to watch as you diet because you kind of know the checklist of areas you're going to lose fat from. It doesn't completely go in a checklist. It's not accomplish one, move on to the next. But you do have an order of operations here. And it's good to know if you lose fat from your thighs first, stomach then, and then arms last. It's good to know that information so you know if your diet is working. It's also good to know to know how lean you have to get to look a certain way. And the next thing that's important that you can change, and it does kind of go with this fat distribution concept, is what muscle groups are developed and when are those showing up at what body fats. For example, if you hold a little bit more fat in your midsection than you would like, and that's kind of where your fat is distributed, a good time investment for you in your workouts would be building the abs to be very strong. It would be to build them to really pop. Now, a lot of people would argue this and say that would make your waist look blocky or thick when it's already thick. I would disagree and say it's better to build up the muscle to show at higher body fat percentages because you're going to have to really push to get to low body fat percentages um, if you, that's the last area you lose from. So if the stomach is the last area you lose from, really developed abs are going to show at the higher body fat percentage and the rest of your body might look very, very lean at that point. And all that's left is your stomach and if your abs are showing through some fat, uh, then you're good to go, right? You don't have to push to that super lean, sometimes not optimal body fat percentage to look the, the way that you want to, to look X. If you... Uh, you know, you tend to lose fat in your arms first, go in the male side of things. Let's say the situation like me, you lose, you really don't carry fat in your arms hardly at all. Probably a good idea to focus on that, to build up the muscle, realize you don't have fat helping you to look bigger in a certain area at, you know, either just like you want to look smaller in certain areas. If you wanted to look bigger, lean in certain areas, arms or legs or glutes or whatever, Building the muscle up is going to be necessary in those key areas to make sure that you look how you want to look when the fat's gone because you might not have fat helping you like it will for some other people. So this is the concept of fat distribution, and it can throw a wrench in things, and it can put you at a disadvantage. This is another example of many of genetics playing a role in your fitness journey, and the bad thing about genetics is that we can't control them. The people with really good genetics are the ones that are doing this a little bit more effortlessly than others, to be honest. They don't have to get as lean. They don't have to diet as hard. They just have an easier time. They can maintain a better look year-round, perform better in some cases even, and that's just the way it is. Genetics are something you have to accept and you have to work with them. It's important to know where your strengths lie. And I think it's also important to know your body type, not mesomorph or anything like that. What I mean is maybe you are good at something else. It's okay to want to look lean and athletic and do something, but you know, maybe you are built for strength sports. Maybe you are built for physique sports. Maybe you're built for uh, running, endurance training. Maybe you're built for weightlifting. It's good to kind of find these things out, not just fat distribution, but also the build of your body, the leverages you have, the joint structures, the limb lengths, and what activities are going to be easier for you so you have the genetic advantage in your sports. Everyone's going to have something, right? 
someone with short arms is probably going to be a better bench presser than someone with long arms. Someone with long arms is probably going to be a better deadlifter. That's just the powerlifting example. Someone taller is going to be better at basketball. Someone shorter is going to be better at sprinting, most likely. Uh, You know, there's the swimming body, the long torso. There's a lot of examples of this if you look around. And fat distribution and other genetic factors do not have to hold you back, but they can definitely throw a wrench in things if you have a goal to get to. So keep that in mind, be aware of it, and overcome it by doing the things we talked about, developing the muscle areas in the right areas, and also focusing on your strengths and leveraging those. That's it for today's show, episode 382. little thought for you today, something that crossed my mind today as I'm getting a little bit leaner and noticing um, how the fat drains in certain areas. Remember, you cannot spot reduce. I give the example of trying to drain a swimming pool. You can't drain from one corner. You have to just drain it all, get in that calorie deficit, lose your fat, watch the fat come off, and however it comes off in your body is how it's going to come off based on your genetics. But you can develop muscles to look better at higher body fats, which is what you need to do if you're at a disadvantage here. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Well, I won't see you. I'll talk to you next episode later on this week. I appreciate all the support of the podcast. If you have any questions you want answered on the show, reach out via email, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com or Instagram at stoltzjordan. I appreciate each and every one of you. Take it easy. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, food, and and freedom. freedom.